W-E-L. Welcome to this episode of the Zest Wellness Podcast. If you are a new listener to the podcast, this message is for you in that you can take advantage of Zest Wellness even more by engaging with our social media, our webinars, and most of all, our Zest Wellness platform. All right, with this episode of the podcast, where we touched on topics such as our mindset when it comes to physical activity, how to, in the first place, get physical activity, how to integrate it into our day, how that ties in with form and posture while we are doing physical activity, and then for someone who's a beginner, what are some tips on confidence? And we do all this in the episode with our guest, who's Mr. Alexander Ford of Absolute Fitness in Barbados. At the beginning of the episode, we jump right into Alex's involvement with strength and conditioning for the Barbados cricket team, Barbados Pride. And another note, Alex loves to travel, cook, and spend time with his four-year-old, which is perhaps where he gets his passion for supporting and preparing youth for the future. So with that said, here's our episode with Alex. All right, Alex, welcome to the Zest Wellness Podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So Alex, even before we talk about um, our topics with, with health and wellness and even touching on fitness, First, wanted to mention to everyone who's listening right now because I think it's really it's really fascinating how you're involved with the Barbados cricket team. Um, so, do you mind sharing, just to kind of be our icebreaker, what your involvement with Barbados cricket is? Because I know there's a lot of cricket fans who who listen to this podcast. Um, not a problem. Um, well, I am the strength and conditioning coach for the Barbados Pride team. Um, as our senior team. So I would deal with their um, with their gym sessions, their running, their you know mobility recovery, anything associated with just getting them physically prepared to get through their their training and ultimately performing well in their games. Um, I've been doing this with the Pride franchise for about eight seasons. Um, along with them, I do some work with the West Indies A team and B teams, um, and. I also work with other other sports, so track and field, swimming, um, hockey, that type of stuff. But primarily, right now, um, I'm the, as I said, the the trainer, the strength and conditioning trainer for the play team. Really cool to to hear about that, and that's actually how how we originally connected was through the the cricket West Indies and some mutual involvement we we had together. Uh, for yeah. anyone who's curious how, how we met in the in the first place. So Alex, what we'll do is we'll we'll first kind of talk about um our our 
pillar for this conversation about steps, getting more steps into our day, because even uh, for us, we try to get individuals to compete in one of the things being step challenges and get people moving. Um, and then we'll, we'll finish the conversation and the, the rest of it being about someone who is a beginner, um, how they can kind of build their confidence or what are some first steps um, they can think about when they're trying to maybe start exercising, when they're about to go to a gym, what are some things they can keep in mind. So with that said, let's go with that first pillar being steps. Um, and steps are nice because if someone gets more steps, it can lead to other healthy habits. But if someone were to say, hey, Alex, how can I get more steps into my day? You know, I'm, I'm just sitting around a lot and then that's causing you know, myself to gain weight or to feel more sluggish. So someone would say, Alex, what do you think about getting more steps into the day? What would you say to that individual to start? Well, um, I want to take home I want from this, from this chat. Um, if anything is making, um, making active, um, activity, a, a lifestyle and not a, a day-to-day activity. So you want to, um, make, being an active person, just a part of your your lifestyle. So simple things like um, when you get up in the morning, try to walk around your house, try to try to move around. If you do like yard work, work or or, or you know whatever it may, be, try to get in a few steps in the morning. That kind of gets your body up and going. It gets your mind in a better framework, um, in a better frame for being productive throughout the day. So if you could start off with getting in at least two, three hundred steps in the morning, just um, moving around the general, just in your house. It doesn't have to be outside per se. Um, that's one thing you can do just initially. And then moving on from there, simple things like when you're going to a building and you, you have the option of taking the stairs versus the elevator. Now taking the stairs, those couple extra steps for the elevation um, can go a long way with helping you meet your, your, um, your step goal. Um, some people like, yeah. For instance, you might want to park as close to the building as possible when you when you drive somewhere. Maybe parking a little bit off so you have a, a bit of a distance to walk to and from your vehicle. You know, it might seem like just small little things that don't really matter, but it adds up over a day. Because if you're trying to get you're trying to get five thousand, six thousand, you know, some people try to get ten thousand steps in a day. Um, it is a lot to to try to to get in one sit in one go. So if you try to do different things periodically throughout your day, just being active, um, making activity a, a, a lifestyle um, choice rather than just a part of your day, um, it's, difficult to, it's difficult to maintain your health if you're just trying to fit it in to an hour or 30 minutes in a given day. You know what I mean? But if you're able to um, do some type of physical activity, 30 minutes of of moderate activity as your exercise, as your structured exercise on top of your normal movements, your normal activity throughout your day, that should be enough to help you meet your um, your goals. It, it just seems like what you're mentioning, like when it becomes a lifestyle and you, you do it, small things here and there, instead of being like, okay, I have to do everything I have to squeeze it all into this last hour of my day and and having things that are hidden. So let's say if you're doing yard work, when you're really doing yard work and you're trying to, let's say, grow your vegetables, 
cut your grass, but it's like you have this hidden health benefit of getting your steps yeah, exactly. in without even like knowing exactly. it. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's all it is. It's just, it's just trying to move as much as possible. And you try to use the word exercise a lot, but right now it, um, you really just need to think about it as movement. Your body, your body's a machine. It needs to move. It needs to be active for it to function at, you know, at its peak, at its optimum. You know, if you if you're, you're lying down a lot of times, your body becomes you know it becomes accustomed to that to that sedentary state, and then when it's time for you to get going and moving, and you find it a lot more difficult to to get going. Um, it's a lot easier to maintain through doing you know regular. Um, it doesn't have to be high intensity, regular, um, moderate to high intensity activity, maybe three to four times a week. That is a lot easier than trying to. You know, a lot of people try to do, you know, quick burst fits. So you might decide, okay, I want to be, I will have a birthday coming up in two months. I want to, you know, do something very, very uh, different from what you typically do, trying to make this this great this great change in a very short period of time. Um, a lot of times you get discouraged because it's all goal-oriented. You just, you know, you want this change. You want your body to look this particular way or you want to fit into this particular outfit or whatever. You're not necessarily allowing yourself to go through the process of noticing that you feel better just getting up during the day you don't you know getting up is a lot easier because your body is just more energetic um getting through your activities throughout the day you still have more energy at the end of the day hi zest wellness listeners so what you can hear so far is how alex is talking about these different healthy habits but what if it's just as much about the healthy habit as it is about adjusting to change in the first place? So whether it's change in different areas of our lives or change in the area of health and wellness and change in terms of obtaining healthy habits, starting healthy habits, we have to use best practices from change in order to help us out as much as we can. Whether it be things like breaking the healthy habit down into smaller steps and trying to build momentum with each small step instead of trying to boil the ocean right away and thinking we'll change things overnight. So that's a little pause and reflect and we'll get back to the episode with Alex. A really nice mindset shift from just, hey, I have to go exercise, exercise, exercise to maybe something more realistic or more fun, which is, hey, the goal is just movement in your day, whether that's gardening, whether that's in the gym, yeah. just playing with your kids, movement is what we're, what we're after here. Someone, maybe if you could say anything to confidence-wise to help them increase their confidence, what would you say to someone who's thinking about exercise something more structured fitness how would you kind of get them who's a beginner maybe start a little bit with their with their confidence um well the good thing about 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 exercise and movement we we all can do it there's something that is appropriate for everyone so it's just being able to figure out what is best for you um sometimes you um you know as not being a, a, a avid um exercise Person. You may not be exercising often, you might do it very periodically, you might have done it when you were younger, you've aged a bit, trying to get back into it, your body isn't able to do things you used to do before. 
um, you might want to start off with getting some type of assessment to figure out where you are at. Um, simple things like um, going to your doctor and just getting a physical so you might know you will know that okay, my body can can accommodate these particular movements or these are things I can avoid. Um, I might have injuries that certain exercises or certain types of movement might be problematic. So knowing exactly where you stand, um, having someone give you a bit of advice on, um, I'm going to say someone, I mean like a professional. So having a, a health and wellness specialist, having a a, a a personal trainer that is qualified to give you like a like an assessment. Um, we typically, I, I function from a, a health and wellness facility named Absolute Fitness. Um, and we will start off every person that joins the gym, joins the facility with a wellness assessment. So we would do your circumferences so I know exactly where you are, girth-wise, arms, middle section, legs. We would do your um, blood pressure, resting heart rate. So you know if you're hypotensive or if you're in a good state, if you're hypotensive. So again, certain exercises you might need to be able to avoid or you may need to go and get um, permission from your doctor if if you have um, health conditions that are not conducive to, to um, exercising without having that permission. Um, you would do your body mass index, so the height to weight ratio. Based on that height to weight ratio, we can know, okay, you have um, your your height, depending on your age, your height might not change significantly. So what we're working on is your is your weight. If your weight is is within an optimal range, you know, okay, based on your training, might not necessarily be focusing on on increasing or decreasing weight. It might just be focusing then on adjusting body composition and then working on making movement and active, um, making your active lifestyle more more easily, more more efficient. Um, body fat percentage is a, a big thing that we would always look into because um, as you know in the Caribbean, especially with, with, with um, black people, um, obesity is a big thing. Um, we have a lot of childhood obesity. Obesity comes along with high blood pressure, it comes along with diabetes, all these different things that would make you know your your day-to-day -day living more challenging, especially as you get older. Um, so we would assess those things. Um, so we know how to uh, address your training know how to direct you if you need to get additional assistance. Um, and then your program is then built around your specific needs. So that is what I would recommend. Getting some type of an assessment from someone, from a from an organization or a person who, who is able to give you the details and be able to explain to you exactly what the information means. Because there's, there's, no, there's no one thing that fits everyone. Um, a lot of people will go online or, or see someone else doing something that works for them because they figure out what is the correct formula for their for their body, for their success, for their goals, and try to mimic it and hoping to get the same results. They don't, and then they get you know, def, you know defeated. Um, why is this person getting it versus why I can't get it? Um, so understanding that one thing wouldn't work for everyone, um, understanding how to figure out what works best for you is your first step. And then you can always um, work around what your particular likes and dislikes are. Uh, you know, if you go to someone and they, you put, might not, you have knee issues, so squatting might not be the best option. But you still want to work on your legs. You still want to work on your glutes. Um, being able to have someone direct, you know, okay, you cannot do these particular things because they might be problematic. Um, how can we work towards being able to do them long term? So and another quick check-in, because at this point in the podcast. 
is important for our beginners who are, are really thinking about healthy habits and, and starting on that journey because this is where Alex gives some practical insight. Yes, for a beginner, you focus on functional movements, um, movements that can be that can mimic normal day-to-day activity. Um, walking or jogging is something very um, inert for a human as a way of, tra- of of movement and transportation. So that could be one way that you know a person can help work on their cardiovascular fitness. Um, doing something that you know is is low low intensity but still done um frequently enough we'll still have some type of improvements over time um functional movements would be things like the same thing i would mention like squats or um, step ups anything that you would do in a normal day-to-day um span so functional you could do like functional stuff you can do a sport as i said before something that is fun enjoyable, energetic, but still doesn't feel like, you know, you're, you're, you're forcing yourself to do something you don't really want to do. Um, aerobic classes, a lot of, I, I have a lot of people who are very interested in, in coming and joining the class because you have that, that camaraderie, um, that kind of motivates you having, you know, knowing that everyone else is feeling the burn, everybody else is, is really trying to achieve their best. Hi, Zest Wellness listeners, really emphasizing right now what Alex is getting to in this conversation with the phrase being functional movements. Again, that's functional movements. Nothing wrong with, you know, starting off at a lower intensity, which is safer, but then also being, you know, instead of thinking you're only going to do that once a week, you increase the frequency to twice a week three times a week and that's how they can feel like okay I really do feel like I'm, I'm being effective right now um, and then and then just that second part you mentioned about the idea of functional movements um, and if we get just kind of real practical on this last part here of course to start things we know a squat is a functional movement because someone's sitting in a chair and that mimics the movement of a squat um, yeah. but, but again, to emphasize your point about functional movements, um, what are some Absolutely. others that someone can say to their trainer or if they go to Absolute Fitness and say, hey, Alex, I would like to do these types of movements because they're functional movements? Well, we start off with a lot of body resistance type, type activities. So it could be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice safe way, focusing on focusing on your form, focusing on, on your range of motion, your technique. Um, again, someone that's new to exercise might not find it as easy or comfortable to execute an exercise in its full range and it's you know and perfect. Um, so it might take a session or two, maybe even a week of you know continuously you know coming back and and and, and practicing because like for anything it takes practice to get it right. You know, practicing your your range of motion might be a situation where you might have tight hips. So no matter how how you know how much effort you put into your squat, you just can't get it right because your hips are tight. Um, so you may have to focus more on your mobility before anything else. You might be working on your mobility. You might be focusing on your core strength because you might have a weak core. So just something as simple as picking up your knees and trying to get up to your chest might 
become fatiguing because your lower abdominals might be weak or your hip flexors and what's not. So again, that assessment leads to figuring out what areas need to, need to be addressed, addressed first. Um, making sure that your, you know, your core is your powerhouse. Core, your core helps make sure that everything else can be done appropriately. Your flexibility is important because you're, if you have a bigger range of motion and activity, you can, you can essentially burn more calories in, in the same amount of time as another person who has a shorter range of motion because they're doing less work. All right, so if you can squat, if I can squat, so the point where my thigh is parallel to the ground versus a person where it's half of that distance and they're doing the same amount of reps or working for the same amount of time, um, the person who has a bigger range essentially or in theory would be doing more work because they are covering more distance. Um, so, so those are some of the things we work on. We work on building your core strength. Um, and building core strength doesn't mean going to doing a hundred sit-ups or crunches and what's not. It could be, it could be um, status stuff, just doing contractions. It could be a plank. It could be um, just like a leg raise, like different things that, that would work the core, but also can work other areas. Um, your squats would be a good thing, push-ups. Um, again, you don't have to come and do a full push-up perfectly, chest touching the ground and everything like that. You can start on your knees. Um, you can start against a wall, against a bench, rather than being flat against the ground. So again, having someone that can direct you initially um, would be ideal because they can tell you what's the best place to, to get the work in and still be able to stay within your um, your capabilities at that point in time. Again, so for for, the, for for elderly people, core, you know, core strength is for everyone. You want to get a strong core. The stronger your core is, it says your powerhouse. You can do you can do more upper body work. You can do more leg work. Um, walking, just your daily activity be a lot easier. Posture be a lot better. Um, the better posture, you have less chances of back pains and other you know other joint joint discomforts because your posture is good. You need to for your weight properly when you're walk, you know, when you're doing activity. Um, so your core, you incorporate core in everything. It's, it's very, it's very difficult not to incorporate your core um, while doing activity. And even though we're talking a lot about movement today, um, I still want to put um, a little bit of emphasis on, you know, your nutrition along with that. Um, movement is very important, but making sure that you have the appropriate nutrition to, to match that is important because, you know, for, for being more active, you want to make sure you're getting enough nutrients, you're consuming enough water, you're eating the right portion sizes at the time periods that you need. And that could be a whole different conversation, um, Nathan. So I don't want to get too deep into it, but that is also another thing that we would focus on when, you know, when assessing a person, figuring out what their 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 dietary um, habits are currently, and then finding ways to modify that. Um, and for the final part of our conversation with Alex, this is when we start talking about the importance of form. No matter what your skill level is, your fitness level, the activity that you're engaging with, the respective form is paramount for safety, for efficiency, because we want to do what we can do to prevent injuries in the first place. So how can we maximize our bodies? How can we help do and, and start healthy habits, but also keep safe? That's where form comes in. And that's what Alex speaks on next.
like I work with professional athletes and I still have to remind them like, you know, at least once a week, you know, to make sure that they're form because trying to trying to have your end goal, the execution, you focus so much on the execution that you don't really take enough time to focus on the process to get in there. So, you know, you want to get through the reps so you want to get through the time where you want to finish as fast as possible. But the execution is is probably the most important part because if you if you're trying to do something you're not following the correct range of motion you're working a completely different set of muscles, um, you're putting this strain on a on a completely different area maybe ligaments that you don't want to strain too much you're over stretching something that you shouldn't be, and as you said Nathan, um, your risk of injury is is greatly increased. So, I would recommend you know especially if you have no experience or this or, or haven't done it in a long time having um, having a, a health and specialist or, or someone that is in the profession assist you. And this is the time in the podcast where you can get out a pen and paper as Alex is about to share his contact information where you can learn more about him as well as absolute fitness in Barbados. So as I always said in, at the beginning, we just want you to take the take home from this chat to be um, being active a lifestyle and not not just an activity. So being active, you just want to make sure that you're doing things throughout your day regularly to maintain that activity um, to prevent that state of, of sedentary behavior. Um, making sure you're not trying to do a lot at once. You're not trying to make your exercise or your workout the only physical activity that you have. Um, again, making your 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 hobbies, your activities. So doing a sport, tending to your garden, you know, spending some outdoor time with your kids, your family, um, doing a hike, you know, going to the beach, walking, swimming, any any little thing, all this all these small small amounts of activity, they will add up. Um again, I would have mentioned the assessments. Um if you're starting, if you're new, even if you aren't new and you and you just want to see where you're at and have some insight of what you can do to, to get to that next step have an assessment done um, with the health and wellness specialist. Um, they can give you some information and it'll really help propel you a little further. Um, and then nutrition is important. Making sure that you your your nutrition is is equally matching the activity you're trying to you're trying to meet so that your body is getting what it needs. You're expending energy, you're consuming the necessary energy to maintain it as well. Um, so for contact my email address is absolute fitness dot bb at gmail.com absolute fitness all one word regular spelling dot bb as in boy at gmail.com um you can find us on instagram at absolute fitness dot bb and facebook absolute fitness just by itself um again you we we've worked with athletes we work with in general population um we have a lot of um, clients who would focus on um, who would be recovering from surgeries or dealing with health health issues like diabetes. They might be post cancer, um, recover you know recovery. So different different areas. So we offer a holistic program. Um, so you can have a chiropractor. You can have an osteo um, osteopath. You would even have a sports um, a sports physician who would deal with medical stuff as well. Um, who's partnering with us. So if you have any of these needs, you can always contact us and we can address these for you. Another thank you to Alex for 
making the time to speak with us on the podcast. And then also a thank you to you, the listener, for your time. And hopefully this was valuable to help build and maintain your healthy habits. Thank you.